I'm Kyle Cachadorian. And you're listening to another episode of The Accessible Stall. Coming to you live from Emily's apartment, even though we're not both in the same room, but this is the first time I'm seeing it in the background. Is that real? Yes. You haven't seen... Well, I'm I'm often still on Long Island, but wait, you have an apartment behind me? No. Every single episode we've done since you've moved, which has been like a handful, you've been on Long Island. This is my apartment. A sad thing happened that I'm going to tell everybody about, which is a picture fell off the wall while I, I was traveling. <laughs> I honestly thought that that was a... I didn't know that was an, a wall art thing. I thought that was like a choice you made. I was trying to figure out what it was. I often make a choice about where to put my art, and it's usually... How did you hang those up? With the stuff that's not supposed to damage the wall. No, I mean, literally, how did you hang those up? Oh, you think I did that? Yes. Oh, no. Okay. Well, that answers my question. I was like, because <laughs> I was like, I need to know. I That's for clarity. Uh, what Kyle is seeing behind me is a wall and it has a couch. And then there's absolutely no way that I would have been able to reach that. So a lovely friend of mine actually did the hanging for me. Excellent. And unfortunately, one has now fallen, but I am too disabled to fix it. So it lives there now. We have, um, there's boxes in front of our TV that is designated living room wall art for when uh, Courtney's dad comes next week. We're going to use him to uh, hang up some wall art. Aren't able-bodied people who are also tall really great? Yes. I mean, they, you got to know if you got to keep every disabled person needs to keep an arsenal of them in their back pocket. Ain't that right? That yeah. is right. And also, if you hear dog noises, why why do we hear dog noises, Kyle? I'm I'm babysitting my future mother-in-law's dog, and he is a chocolate chihuahua and weighs about five pounds. And he's I, so- I don't really like chihuahuas, but he's cute. Nah, this one this one's different. He's super cute. Um Yeah, he's very yeah. chill. If you hear dog noises and or if I sound different, it's because Kyle has a dog behind him. And um my apartment is kinda echoey actually. Oh wait, didn't you get software to fix the echoes? For this exact purpose. For this exact purpose. Hello, 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 hello. Okay, have we said anything useful? Probably not. Uh, no. Uh, what are we going to talk about today? And also, if you can, please support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash the accessible soul. Ready? Go. What are we going to talk about today, Emily? Wait, that's when you plug our Patreon after we've said nothing useful for like well, three minutes? I mean, we usually plug it at the end when people are like well past being done listening. So I just thought I'd try to switch it up. Well, if you're still here... Uh, just a few minutes into the episode and we haven't completely lost you with our conversation about dogs and apartments, then we would love your support because just $1 a month ensures that every episode of the Accessible Stall is what? Accessible. Okay, clearly we're just at this point a little weird and wacky. Also, you know what's great? Um, I am going to tell you what we're going to talk about today. But I also think we need to discuss the fact that now that you are back on the uh, Beast Coast, East Coast, Beast Coast, um, that we now get to see each other with some regularity. And You know, it's funny. I, 
I was thinking, I'm like, wow, we haven't podcasted in a while. And it's part, it's because we've seen each other like three times. So I just wanted to say that because if you're wondering where we are, we're living our lives and I'm sorry about it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sorry about it. I'm sorry if you miss us, but I'm not sorry. Yeah, but we'll, we, we committed to doing it more regularly now that we're, and we, I think we have been, we've just been doing it once a month instead of twice a month, which is definitely more regularly than we were doing when I was on the West coast. Once a month is okay, though. I mean, I don't know about you all who are listening to us, but I feel like I'd be sick of me if I heard me too much. So I'm never sick of you for one that's worth. Oh, I love you so much. I love you, too. Okay. Anyway, uh, you know what? I'm going to turn it back around on you. What are we going to talk about today, Kyle? Huh? Oh, we were going to yell about airports. Gosh, that's right. Okay. See, I was in a really good mood when we were just having that love fest, and now I'm grumpy again. So, uh, yeah, let's let's yell about airports because I don't like them, and uh, I've been doing just a bit of traveling lately, and I've had some nightmares, which you have not yet heard about. So, is this emily is mad is this story time is this yelling about airports all of the above we have two mini series we have emily is mad we have story time there might be room for a third (laughs) old man yells at cloud emily yells at airport oh that's gonna be good for the graphic okay tell us your airport woes (laughs) okay so let's see um airports are bad and i hate them did we already talk about how my wheelchair was broken by Alaska Airlines last year? I can't remember. I don't think so, but it My was. wheelchair was broken by Alaska Airlines last year. Uh, in December, I took a trip to Oregon, and did I say that right? Is it Oregon or Oregon? It's Oregon. I say Oregon. I okay. know I used to live like above there, but I just, I don't know. I don't it doesn't count. Live. It doesn't count. Uh, You're back here now, which is important. Okay, moving on. So, yes, Alaska Airlines broke my wheelchair whilst a film crew was following me. Oh, that's perfect. Yes. So I mean, it's horrible, but, like, you couldn't make that up. Like, that's beautiful. It was truly, really terrible and great. And so I think I've just kind of shut down on the emotion from that. So I don't really have that stored up. But what I do have stored up is the trip that I took last week. And let me tell you. So every go? I went to Indiana. Yes. Yes, I did. And um, it was my first time traveling via airplane with my boyfriend. Uh because I guess now I can talk about him a little bit more publicly, at least insofar as to say that he exists. So we were traveling together. And, um, you know, on the way there, I would say it went mostly as swimmingly as it can possibly go for air travel. And I have a general rule, which is that if, one leg of the trip goes well, the other one is going to be a disaster. I don't know. Does this happen to you? It has. Um, one time I was visiting my partner's family, and the the six-hour flight 
from Seattle to DC was very good. The one hour flight from DC to Richmond uh, took six hours because the bro the plane was broken. So I sat in the airport for five hours and then they got a different plane. Then we so yeah, I Beautiful. totally agree with that statement. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Love air travel so much. So um, on our trip back from Indiana, we were in the airport. I go to the bathroom because I always try to go to the bathroom as many times as possible before I actually get on a plane so that I don't have to go on the plane. Hashtag little disabled things. <laughs> oh, is that a hashtag? Because it should be. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So... Then I get out of the bathroom and my boyfriend was like, you know, the flight's already delayed an hour. And I was like, oh, great. This is so good. Um, so we're just sitting. And then my mom texts me and she's like, by the way, starting around nine o'clock, there's supposed to be really, really bad weather in New York, like horrifyingly bad weather. And um I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, we haven't been delayed enough yet that it's going to really be an issue. And then uh, <laughs> we're delayed another like 15 or 20 minutes. We finally get on the plane and we're flying and we're flying. And it's like a puddle jumper. It's a real small plane. There's no Wi-Fi. There's no TV screens. No idea where we are. Um, it's pitch black. There's lightning in the sky. Aye. You know, like the airplane version of Gilligan's Island. And um, finally, we've been up there a while and the pilot gets on <laughs> the speaker and he's like, well, folks, um, we are nowhere near where we need to land at JFK. We are actually somewhere near Massachusetts and uh, we're about to run out of gas. So we're going to land. And I was like, oh, OK. He could have left that part out. He could have kept that to himself. He, he could have just said we need to land because of the weather you tell me the plane's out of gas and I'm I'm finding those parachutes, man. That's not even... I'm not even sure that he exactly said it like that, but he was like, they keep trying to divert us from JFK because of the weather, and so we've been flying in circles, and uh, they told us to keep flying, but we can't because the gas is running out, so we need to fuel up. And I was like, oh my God, thank you so much for not letting us fall out of the sky. I really appreciate it. Um, and we get to the airport which whoa hello hello there's a dog here a sassy dog too yeah he's very sassy what's your opinion on airports my opinion no the dog. oh his opinion oh he i don't know any flown before yet any flown yet no oh you just want to play we can't play right now anyway this is you know what it's live it's all happening right now we're just gonna uh have a dog on this episode he's he's doing this thing he want he comes to me like to pick him up and then i reach out to get him and then he like like no don't pick me up but he loves to be picked up he just doesn't like the action of being picked up like once he's in your arms he's like i live here now what a little prince what yes. a little prince it's okay Hopefully, you're dog lovers. If not, I would just turn this episode off and also maybe stop listening to us because I don't really understand why you don't like dogs. But um, anyway, no, that's not fair because uh, some people have legitimate reasons to not like dogs. Um, oh, hi. Hello. 
Kyle's holding him now. Wow, is anybody still listening to this episode? Because I don't even know what's happening. Anyway, airports are the the worst. But here's what happened. So instead of running out of gas and falling out of the sky, we landed in Boston instead of New York. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. (laughs) So then because the Federal Aviation Administration or whatever has such garbage rules. They were like, well, now you've all been on the airplane for too long, so everybody needs to get off the airplane, and no one is allowed to land in JFK right now, so you can't just sit here. Y'all got to get out. And um, we got out of the airplane. It was, at this point, about midnight or so, and I was like, I would really like my wheelchair can you get it in the cargo hold i need to use the bathroom i don't know how long we're gonna be here and they were like "Mm, no sorry it's behind luggage and we don't feel like getting it so you can just use this airport wheelchair and it wasn't even one of the ones that was like a hospital wheelchair where you can at least push yourself in it it was very much one of those rigid frame ones that somebody else has to push for you and you have absolutely no autonomy is it the ones that when you like ask for wheelchair assistance, it's like the the wheels aren't on the side. It's kind of like a one seat stroller. Yeah. Type. Yeah. Exactly <sighs> that. And those are perhaps my biggest pet peeve in the entire universe because it takes away any and all control that I have over my own body. Plus you have to like, yeah. And then like you, the other person has to like, you're not wasting their time, but like, they have to like be there too, no matter for everything you do. So yeah. it's like you have no control and now you've taken their control because they have to like help you. Yeah. It's just a mess. And so I really needed to use the restroom and they were refusing to give me my own wheelchair. And so my boyfriend and I had to figure out uh, how I was going to use the restroom in this wheelchair that I cannot operate myself. And my mother, bless her, had the idea of us going into a family bathroom, which I was not thinking at that point. I was just like, have to pee, have to pee, emergencies. Uh, Like, this this is real. This is really happening. And my mom was like, find a family restroom and then he can help you. And so... Mind you, this was our first trip together. I was going to ask you, like, not to, not to, like, pry in your personal business, but, like... Are you guys on that level of like personal yeah, we care? Are. We okay, are. Good. Okay. All right. So at least there's that. Yes. Which is great. We already had that established, you know, good we traveled, but still it's like my usual mode of function is that I do transfer on and off toilets by myself. And I recognize that that's not everybody's mode of function and that's totally cool. But I am used to having that particular level of autonomy over my own body. And suddenly I have to be like instructing him how to move the wheelchair so I can transfer and hold it and put it this way and hold me here and do this. And uh, yeah, it was a really intense crash course in, okay, this is what life is like with me. And this is what traveling is Did he like. love it? He, he was fine. He just rolled with it. There you go. Good I guy. mean, he's great. Like, this is not really a story about him. He's kind of just there. No, I'm just curious. Because, like, 
I could imagine a scenario, and I'm not speaking specifically about any person, but like, you know, you're okay with the parts of disability you can see, but then like when you when you see what it could be, like when it gets hard, I can I can imagine some people would be. I mean, I don't agree with that, obviously, but I can imagine some people would not be as cool. So yeah, I mean, that's good. This is a story about airports. I guess it's also a story about the fact that disability is not always pretty and it's not always easy. And sometimes it's a gosh darn hassle. And I'm saying that disabled people are hassles. I'm saying that the world makes it difficult for us. I I would honestly probably say that airports are the most, are, are the least accessible places by design and airplanes, but like, absolutely it's there's no contest yeah awful and i i'll finish my story but then i want to hear about your airport experiences um so anyway long story short i did manage to go to the bathroom and then of course they're hustling us back onto the plane and we were able to land at jfk and we landed probably around 1 30 or 2 in the morning and at this point, my airport ride that I had scheduled canceled. And so I'm like, oh, how do I get back to my apartment? And no accessible Ubers available, no accessible cabs available via the um, the app. So I just think it's complete nonsense that uh, they say that they're available via the app because they are not available via the app when you need them. But anyway, there's a taxi stand, and by some miracle, oh, good, an accessible cab rolls up and it takes me, and it's pouring, raining outside. I also forgot uh, to back up for a second. Uh, yay for accessible cabs, but also um, my wheelchair. When it was finally returned to me, the joystick was bent and they had just left it on the tarmac sitting in the rain so that it was soaked through. What the hell? That's not even, that's just laziness. That's just like. Over it. Put plastic over it. Like worse than damaging a piece of it is. If you let it get that wet, it can short out and stop working. It's battery operated. Yeah, that's just, that's ignorance. That's stupid. Shame on them. That's. So, and then they finally get the wheelchair and they're sitting there trying to put a plastic bag over it so that I can sit on it without getting my butt wet. And I was oh, like, oh, that's good. Doing it now. You're, oh, now? Yeah, now, that it, now, now that it's soaked through, now is the time to prevent that. Yeah. You wouldn't <laughs> want it to. Are you joking? Oh That's ridiculous. So anyway, of course, I tweeted about it. The airline called me and uh, they were like, let me see what we can do about it. And no phone call back. So yeah, of course not. Um, putting American Airlines on blast. Hate you so much. Hate all airlines so much. But right now we're mad at American. And um, long story short, I did get in an accessible cab and I did get home at about three o'clock in the morning. And uh that was cool and stuff, but I hate airports. I hate flying. I hate it so much. Thank you for coming to I, my I hate flying. I don't like it. Okay, so what's your deal? What's your story? How do you navigate airports? I just 
I tell him the truth, which is that I can't stand on long lines that are not moving. And what they interpret that to mean is that I get wheelchair service throughout the airport. Let me tell you something. At first, when I first did that, I felt ashamed. I felt my internalized ableism because I, I didn't like the way I looked. I thought I was taking that wheelchair away from someone else who needs it more. But I'm like, no, actually, like I super do need it. But now, now I'm like, sign me up. I tell all the 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 airline like rewards programs because you know you got to be a member of all of them because sometimes it's not some you know I don't I'm not loyal to one. So I'm like, yes, wheelchair, me, this guy, and um, that part is great. That part I get through, and I'm pre-checked, so I don't even have to take off my shoes. That part's great. Did you buy pre-check? Like, did you pay for it? I did, but I got it reimbursed through my credit card. It was like one Me of the... Me too. I also did, yeah. which I, I didn't realize was a thing until I got the reimbursement on my credit card. No, nah, it's good. I think absolute racket, though, that you can pay to make your experience more accessible. Oh, don't even... I don't... Yeah. Like, I, I would not pay for it. I would actually rather suffer because I so disagree with the fact that, like, that that needs to be the way it is. Um, And that's not even... Bef that's well before I get into the fact that that's just like a thing that poor people who can barely scrape the money together to travel can afford to make their experiences better. Like that's, I have so much, I, I take so much issue with that. It's not even funny, but if it's given to me, I will take advantage of it. Um, my airport horror stories actually are more when I'm traveling with my partner than alone. Cause when I'm alone, I don't know. I, I somehow fall upwards into, into good luck at the airport. Um, like when I was in Atlanta transferring, I, <laughs> I asked where like a fast food restaurant was. And then the, the man who I asked was the guy driving the luggage on that big golf cart thing. Um, and he asked me if I wanted a ride and I did. So I, he gave it to me. Like he, I rode in that thing with him. It was okay. incredible. I mean, yeah, it was so, yeah, I do end up with good luck. Like sometimes I get upgraded, uh, I mean, on this particular nonsense flight home from Indiana, we were upgraded to first class, which means nothing oh, yeah. on a flight over other than that you get a bigger snack. Can but I ask you, do you prefer, I prefer big planes. I do not like small planes at all. I hate them. Are you a big plane person or a small plane person? Like logically, I know there's no difference. No, but... I mean, there, there kind of is, I feel like, because with the, the small planes, I mean, the amount of turbulence we felt I usually am fine, but I was a little frightened. Uh, but I've always heard, look at the flight attendant, and if the flight attendant looked chill, then you're fine. And the flight attendant looked chill, so I was like, all right, we're fine. That's, that's um, good advice. So lots of turbulence. But the big planes, I think I prefer the bigger planes, mainly because in a real situation, they're supposed to have an onboard aisle chair so that I can get to the bathroom. The small planes don't nice. have those. They should have those. I get that it's smaller, but like there, there needs to be something. If it's not that, there needs to be like a way. Like that's ridiculous. If you you always teach me things about disability that, yeah. If it like if it wasn't so mortifying, I would honestly just pee on the seat to teach them a lesson. But I mean, who? That's no, not yeah. And that's just making me look bad. My shenanigans come when I'm with my partner because they always, they always check her cane for like 
of B-O-M-B. And it's mm-hmm. like, what? But like, I mean, I, I, I would normally I would say I get that you have to, but I actually really don't in the same way I super really don't get when they check their own airport issued wheelchairs that I did not bring in here that has the branding of the airport on it that is only being pushed by employees of the airport. Like what what kind of conspiracy do you think is going to happen? You're probably in cahoots with all of them, Kyle. Oh, yeah. Well, they also because I, you know, I look a little funny and I have a, a Middle Eastern last name. Uh, I get my hands swathed all the time. I I'm... used to get I used to get randomly selected all the time, but that actually stopped happening for some reason, which I'm I'm not complaining about. That's great. But I always get my hands swabbed. You know, I mean, even with TSA pre-check, I still need to do like a basic pat down and they have to swab my hands. And the problem is that there's no consistency throughout how airlines and TSA actually handle the pre-check process. So even though I was pre-check at the airport in Indiana, they grabbed a mirror that she used to look under my wheelchair. She was literally, she got a mirror on a stick and held it under my chair. We've, def- <laughs> otherwise the, they win. Like, oh, we've, def- we've done it. That's the number one safety. I don't want to say the T word, but like, that's like, really like, are you, that's going to be what fixes it, huh? Like the mirror on yeah. a stick. Um, yeah. And but- if we've never all been like flagged by the NSA <laughs> and the TSA, like take your, take yeah. yourself somewhere else. Honestly, get your shit together. Like, it's not. Um, I just, yeah, I don't, I don't like it. It's security. But it's, I, I would mind it less if it wasn't theatrical. Like, if, if the security measures, like, meant something, I would not care. But they don't. How many times have you ever gotten something completely accidentally through TSA? Because I have. Like sometimes mm-hmm. they just for, they just forget to like like a pair of nail clippers or like you know something oh, like that. Yeah, I have a little. It's like a nail clipper multi tool. It's by no means a Swiss Army knife. Not even a little no, bit. But that's that's something that like they should have taken from you, but they don't because it has like a nail clipper, um, like a tweezer thing. It has a tiny little scissor, and I need that scissor because I use it to open a medication. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, so far that has not been taken away from me, but I'd be really mad if it was. But then other times they see like I use a CPAP machine or they see my wheelchair battery charger and they'll like take everything out of my very carefully packed suitcase because I hate that. Never seen a wheelchair charger or a CPAP before in the entirety of their job as a TSA agent. Like, come on. But it's like, don't you think if you work for the TSA, please DM us. Is there not in your big training manual or materials or whatever they are? Don't you have a chapter or a sentence about people who travel in power wheelchairs? Seriously, because they all have big ass batteries. Like you, they need them. They can't just leave those home. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it probably is only a sentence, if that. Okay, someone, but like someone leak us the TSA training manual. Yeah, just for our own information. Because really like, you know. You, you you step through the metal detector, you know, you can't do the naked x-ray thing, but they make me do it. So I always make sure I'm looking sharp that day. Um, yeah, it's just, it's it's a nightmare. I really hate it. Um, 
I'm absolutely not a fan of traveling. I mean, what disabled person is? But I will say, like, just I know we're talking about airports. But in comparison, Amtrak, when we traveled, um, I forget where we were going, but we were recently on a four-hour Amtrak to somewhere. And and your fiance? Yes. Oh, yeah. And they... I know, yeah, your life's so hard. Um, they asked her if she needed help. They they guided her like a human guided her to the door of the train she told them i actually was the one that needed a little more help which wasn't true but she was being considerate then the person like helped me then they took us to the disabled seats then they kicked other people out of the disabled seats then when we got to our destination they drove us to the front of the station on another luggage cart apparently i, I have a thing to get people to take me on those but like it was beyond any sort of like requirement they were so good and if amtrak wasn't slow and awful i would do it every single time i love amtrak because i don't need to be separated from my wheelchair and because the red cap service is always super helpful that's what you call them that's it yeah red caps yeah i just think amtrak is gold and if it didn't take so long to get cross country I can probably just use Amtrak to go everywhere. Me too. It's I, I, I always say, like, I always wanted to, if any of you have done this, let us know. I want to take a cross-country trip on Amtrak before I die. Man, same. Absolutely same. Do you know there used to be a, I don't know if they're still doing it or not, if it was a pandemic casualty, but the, uh, there was a writer's fellowship where a lot of people write very well on trains and so amtrak did a writing fellowship where you can apply and you really on trains and you can work on your writing that's really that's excellent yeah so that always makes me happy i think amtrak is so fantastic um amtrak please sponsor our podcast thank you yeah it's we love you yeah um yeah, I I don't really like I guess this is really more like traveling when you're disabled. We've talked about that before, but like I don't think we've ever really gotten into the nitty-gritty. Like we make a point to say like people with disabilities should be able to travel in their wheelchairs if they have them. And it's like, yeah, but like that's just that would make a that would make a huge difference, but that's just one thing on a laundry list of things that makes travel the worst when you have any kind of disability. I mean, like it is like I'm in the grand scheme of disability, I have a pretty mild one and I hate traveling. Like it's it's just the worst. It upends your routine. You're not in a place where you are physically familiar with the environment. And also I think it's just a general strain on your mind and body because you're moving in ways that you're not used to and you're functioning in ways that you're not used to. And I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm a little more on my guard physically. Oh, absolutely. And you know what's funny? Just this past, some I forgot what we were doing, but it was sometime in the past year that I've used an airplane bathroom for the first time in my life. And I remember while I was using it, I thought of you. I 
that sounds so weird, but I was like, how the hell does Emily Ledow or any human being really, even because even able people, I, I am a small man. I could barely shut the door behind me. I mean, when I say I could barely turn around, like it was unreal. Like I get they have to be small. I'm not complaining about the size. Well, I am, but not not because it's small. Yep. Sorry, interrupt me. Uh, do they have what? Be small because I don't think I get that they have to be small so they could fit more seats on. But like, here's my nuclear take. I don't actually think you need 300 million economy seats that make everyone so close together and miserable. I think you could just have a little bit fewer seats, increase the price of a ticket by like a dollar, and then have a slightly larger bathroom. Because I pee on Amtrak, no problem. Well, they're bigger. They're they're larger. I mean, and also, again, you pay for accessibility because if you take the regular regional trains, they're very small bathrooms and I have to really cram myself in there. If you take the Acela train, which is the fancier and slightly faster train, they have a full-size accessible yeah. bathroom. Yeah, they do. I love um, Acela. I never take it, but I do. Oh, it's yeah. Good. I mean, but like... If I do take it, then I pay for the accessibility. But actually, I was just traveling with my mom on Amtrak, and we had to sit separately because the way that Acela is set up, there's only enough room for one wheelchair per like accessible area. And so oh, that sucks. on the one hand, if we take the regional train, we can sit together because our wheelchairs can sit together, but that bathroom is not as big. Or we can pay for the fancier and slightly faster train, but we can't sit together, but we can pee. And it's just like, these are ridiculous choices to have to make. Which which would you choose? I'm just genuinely curious, because that, that, those are two oh. very big merits. The trip that I usually take is New York to D.C. and back, and so that's short enough for me. Oh, yeah, you don't need the Acela for that. I don't need the bathroom. So I would rather sit with my mom or if I'm traveling with someone else who's a wheelchair user. Uh, so lesson learned for next time. But it was also nice because there was one time where I got fairly sick on the Amtrak and being able to get into the bathroom without issue because I was on the Acela was great. I mean, I wish I hadn't gotten sick, but say love No, but, if, but, but see, but if you're going to get sick, you want to be able to be sick in peace. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was, I, great is the wrong word. <laughs> useful? It was useful. Yeah. So that's, that's the story about how I hate airplanes and how I love trains and um, travel is the worst. And uh, yeah, that's where it's at. It really is. Airports will make you do the weirdest airports. I airport like, you know, $25 for a McDonald's hamburger anywhere else. It's like, are you crazy in an airport? It's like, Whoa, what a bargain. Um, I, also I, I, being in airports, I feel like airports, there's something in the air in an airport that turns people into like, I feel like whenever I'm in any airport that I'm the only one that's ever been in an airport. Because everyone else is like enamored by the big signs and like don't know where to go. And it's like, I'm not making fun of anybody. I'm making fun of collective, like everybody. Like it's, 
I have to just laugh. A horrible usually I find airports to be awful, but um, they recently redid one of the terminals at LaGuardia. And, nice. Uh, they have this water feature. It's so ridiculous and just a waste of electricity, but it does like a water and light show set to music. And to be quite honest with you, it was mesmerizing. What is a Next time you're there. Next time you're there, can I have a video of it? Uh, Courtney oh, loves water I'll features. Oh, can you send free. it to me? Courtney yeah. loves she any fountain, any any man-made water feature is like. Why? How did I not know this about her? Really? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, really. Oh, it's so cool. Oh, I'll, that's I'll, awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll let her know, and you guys can have a chat about it. I happen to think it's silly, but every once in a while, I'll find a cool one that I like, and I'm like, man, if I think it's cool, she's gonna love it. Like, I found, yeah. I'm kind of a nerd like that. I mean, when no, I was no, in Canada, there was a fountain, and I was like, "Wow, I love this fountain," and I could stay here for a while. And my yeah, boyfriend, she's Nancy, <laughs> she's she's a fountain woman. She loves fountains. It's okay. Oh, and, well, and established is that she's great, but we knew that already. Um, and like, oh, if there's ducks in it, forget about it. Like, if there's, oh yeah. There was a single solitary duck in this fountain in Indiana, and I wanted to know where the ducking friends were. Speaking of ducks. Um, sure. We were at a restaurant recently uh, that, that you've been to, not with us, but you've been there. And we were sitting outside, and there was ducks in the street. And the ducks smelled the food and, like, waddled their way to the outdoor dining area of this restaurant and we're just hanging out. This has nothing you know, to do with airports or travel, but like, this? Uh, I will tell you when we're done. Okay. But oh, why? But, because it's too close to where you live. Yes, <laughs> it's very close. To I'm pretty sure I probably know where it is. You, 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 you know it. I promise okay. you, you know it. Because we're keeping our locations very top secret. Like, I am on the, the island of Manhattan, but where? Nobody knows. <laughs> uh, yeah. So do you have final takeaways? Um, I know this was sort of like a, just a us BSing episode, but honestly, like, every single time either one of us travels, we inevitably text each other with some story that if you weren't us, would swear it was made up. And so I think it was just time we would talk about some of them because it, it's just not a good time. And I'm not like, I don't want you to hear this as like was us being grumpy. This is just what happens to us when we travel. I it's just like, it makes us, well, that's that, <laughs> me too. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, you ever feel like we're entering our Statler and Waldorf arc sometimes? Oh boy. Yeah, I think so. I do think so. Uh, I, in fact, yeah, I think that is my alter ego. Yeah. Who's okay, Stour and who's Waldorf? I actually have no idea which one's which. All right, let's, I actually don't either because they're just two generic old white Muppets. We should, we're going to get to the bottom of this. Tell two, us who A generic you... old white Muppet is, is my new nickname for the president. And by the president, I mean like all of them, except for Obama, obviously. Do you want to know a word that I learned today? Yes. Uh, since we're just shooting the, you know what now, um, before we wrap this up, I had one day of my life 
today where I was able to stay in bed really late. That usually doesn't happen for me anymore. Good for you. So I just was laying around and then I was scrolling through Twitter and then I learned the word Herkle Durkle. Oh, what's that? It's a good, it sounds so cute. It's a Scottish phrase for when you're lounging in bed long past time to get up. You are Herkle Durkling. So I hope everybody has the opportunity to rest and Herkle Durkle. And I think I'm just going to leave it there because you know what? That's Life beautiful. is hard. This has been another episode of the Accessible Stall. If you enjoyed it, thank you. You're our people. Uh, and if you're willing and able to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash the Accessible Stall. We already talked about why at the beginning of the show. Uh, but yeah, if you're able to, that would be lovely. It ensures that everything is accessible. And uh, yeah, you look great today. Fantastic. You look so good while you're Herkle Durkle. And over there, you just look Herkle Durkle. Yeah, while you're while you're Herkle Durkle. And you look really good in those pajamas. Heck yeah. Is that um, what, what do you got to say, Moki? Bye from the dog. Yeah. He's crying because I won't let him pee on my floor. Well, but... yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't let him do that either. Come here. But Come he's here. cute. Look at Look that. He's oh. right. Good night, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. We love you. Bye. Bye.